Maybe you have seen me on TV. Now who died and made you referee? You did your job. Now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV lowlifes need to be taught a lesson. You actually said that like you believed it. <laughs> cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Beans. Cool beans. Ah, a fellow chucker, eh? Fishy, fishy. They said I was retired. They said I was too dangerous for the Pawnee Police Department. Turns out they were right. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. You guys ever watch Shark Tank? Yes, I love Shark Tank. Oh my gosh. My sister like uh, watches it like literally religiously. Her and her husband watch it every night. Literally they, religiously? Their religion is Shark Tank. <laughs> so be praying for oh, be praying Hail for Mark Cuban. Today. I'm literally <laughs> making fun of your use of literally today. I'll just be praying for them. So the funniest one I've ever seen. First of all, I got my small group hooked on Shark Tank because we watched it at our July the 4th party because because it's American capitalism. Like what's more Mm -hmm. July 4th appropriate than watching Shark Tank? The The funniest with Mel Gibson. Okay, maybe. But more like my favorite bit (laughs) bits, not your bits. Air Force One with Harrison Ford. There was this one. Meet uh, your mic. <laughs> would you say magic mic? I said I'm going to meet his mic. So magic mic like is not more American. Patriotic. The best pitch I've ever seen, though, and by best I mean funniest and most hilarious, and wow, was this company that tried to set up a Froyo-style bread pudding restaurant. Because everyone loves bread pudding and different flavors of it, and they were like, "We're seeking a hundred thousand dollars for a five percent stake," and we were like. No, nobody wants your bread pudding, mm. except for my small group leader, Ben, if you're listening, you're weird still for liking <laughs> bread pudding. <laughs> so they didn't get a deal, right? They did not. I don't think they did because we were all like, of course not. Have you ever gotten a Shark Tank product, by the way? I don't think so. So my sister found this sponge and it's literally, it's the goofiest looking, like it's a smiley face. Literally, it's the goofiest looking thing you've ever seen. Literally, welcome it is seriously it is seriously the goofiest looking thing like it's a smiley face and literally no i'm just kidding (laughs) and you put it under hot water and it gets super soft that's how sponge works you put it under cold water (laughs) hold on let me finish i think you don't tell the cool part first (laughs) okay tell us the the cool part. part for last you put it under cold water and it gets stiff so you can scrub off whatever like whatever food is stuck on and it's really interesting because you hold it in your hand and like change the temperature of the water and it i don't know it's i've never that is cool though because like a sponge usually takes forever to dry out to where you would be able to scrub yeah that's really not for scrubbing so much as it is just kind of like massaging the food off (laughs) of your dishes exactly which is (laughs) great yeah that's cool though shark tank shark tank hoo ha ha so what are you guys streaming this week? Let's see. Uh, Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Um, been watching that the second season, a couple episodes in. Um, and then uh, a bunch of chill hop music. Uh, you know, we were uh, just listening to some right before yeah, this. They have uh, their Winter Essentials 2019 came out um, at the end of December. Uh, so I've been listening to that. And then... Um, if you don't know what chill hop is, it's the music that they play on the Weather Channel. Basically what's that? Or an elevator. Yeah. Um, except for a cooler hip hop beat than most yeah. of those yeah. places. True. Um, now for your local on the eights. Yeah. So Jack Ryan's pretty good. Um, <laughs> makes you question everything you see uh, on online and in the news about what our What's real? governments are Listen, doing. I question that anyway. Well, yeah. this, this gives you credible <laughs> yep. reasons for doing so. Yep. 
Um, but but yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. How about one of you guys? What are you streaming, Jared? So I've been. This Meeting is like always, dude. That's like your fourth brownie this since my we started. Third. This is Shut the third your face. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have like this is always my go-to, literally my go-to. Literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. Like seriously. Literally. Uh, this is always my go-to NCIS on Netflix, and I'm almost done, which is very disappointing. Huh. But is it not running I think anymore? On, yes, it is. But I you don't have stream them. Well, I stream them so fast that. Yeah, I don't have live TV, number one, and I stream them so fast that I'm way ahead of the pace. So, like, I accidentally... Was that a doorbell? Yes, it was, it was a doorbell. doorbell. <laughs> I, uh, Not home. Last Saturday, I watched five episodes. Oh, God. <laughs> and then last night, I watched two. So, I'm streaming them way too fast, and I know I'm about to run out of them, and who knows where I'll go. But for right now, it's... And it slightly makes me like live my life in code yellow like i'm always looking around seeing who's trying to attack me and all that kind of stuff <laughs> but it's totally worth it i love it that's what i've been streaming well watching jack ryan i'm worried there's going to be a terrorist attack you know in my backyard or something yeah. well you're probably not wrong it's called predictive programming all yeah. of it's getting us accustomed to what's about to happen uh-huh. deanna what about you um well we're watching um maybe an unhealthy amount of guy fieri content on hulu is that a cooking guy yeah, the yeah, guy with the like white spiky hair, and he's like, "We're going to Flavortown," you know, triple. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, well that but. impression is lost on you. <laughs> that was great though. Thank you. He's the one who wears like Hawaiian shirts yeah. and like fire shirts from like 2002. Does he drive an uh, open top Cadillac? Yes, yes. I've seen that. And like he has tattoos, and like he has like bright white, white platinum hair. He's like he's the than guy yours. of cooking. Oh, wow. <laughs> and. Uh, so he has he has a show called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That's good. I've and heard so of that. That one's really fun. I think uh, Aretha Frankenstein's yes, here in Chattanooga sure. was actually on that. It was either on that one or the Rachel Ray one. I can't remember. But it's also a landmark. Yeah. But he's done like a few in Atlanta that we really want to go try soon. Yeah. But he also has a show called Guy's Grocery Games. That's my favorite. I love that show. Which I didn't even think we were going to like, but every time it's on, we're like, oh my gosh, we have to watch it now. And so they have a whole set supermarket where they have challenges. They've got to cook a whole meal. But and they have there's like restrictions. You can't yeah. just cook whatever you want. It's gonna be like breakfast, but you can't use dairy. So it's like or, or gotta like, come up something cre- or like creative. I love when they're like you can pick five ingredients, and so they run through the store, pick five, and they can't go back. Is yeah. beef considered dairy? No. No. What? Dairy is, is anything that comes out of the cow. It's not the cow. Product. It's what comes out yeah. of the cow. Beef comes out of the cow. You take it out of but the they cow. They don't produce. No beef, beef. is you don't, the like, cow. Squirt beef. <laughs> Squirt beef, you guys. Have you ever seen sausage be made? <laughs> I mean, squirt. But it doesn't come out of a cow or a pig like that. It is a cow or a right. pig. Right. Like, don't get like... dairy from a pig. No, wait. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what comes no. out of a pig that you eat? This right. isn't even a debate. Bacon. Come on now. Beef no. is not The dairy. pig is bacon. Right, but it comes out of the pig. But it, it's a byproduct. It's it's a product and a byproduct. Uh, there you go. That's that's, that's the difference. Science class. But see, she's using official words. I say it's yeah, nerds. One thing or you're literally out of it. <laughs> using the wrong words. As far as music, though, I'm I'm listening to. I don't like a lot of worship music, but I do like a little bit. I do like, and it's you guys are gonna make fun of me why I like this, but I like Hillsong because worships. of Brooke Fraser. Thank you. Yes. Their new album, Awake, I actually really think if, is good. If Brooke Frazier wrote a song called Poop. I would love yes. it. She I would. would. 
And I'm not sorry. Brooke Fraser covered Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> yeah, like, this is the best. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Okay. I really think she's great. So, and it's, but she also writes good songs. So it's now fine. I want Brooke Fraser to cover Call Me Maybe. Hey, Brooke, if you're listening to this podcast. If you cover hey, Call Me Maybe, then Deanna will love you that much more. Yeah. We and me and Brett will crazy. tolerate you. I like yeah. Brooke Fraser. No, Brooke. she's good. Yeah. She is good. And, and I've seen her live before and she's fun. She's not stingy or goof or like you can tell that robotic. by her music too though yeah she's just human you said you and your wife danced to her song at your wedding right yeah she's amazing all right so what's the best song on that album on awake yeah well they have the one called king of kings which is mm-hmm. actually a big deal for a lot of churches right yeah. now we did that one like five times over christmas that one's really good because it's like a whole how do what do you what do you call it it's like it's a good you guys just let me know when you're through talking worship music. <laughs> just like it goes through the whole... He literally went and sat on the couch. <laughs> the whole narrative of the Bible. And I can appreciate a song that does that. It's not just like, oh, God, you're good. We don't really know why you're good, but you're good. You know, it kind of tells the story of like why God's You would good. like that, though, if Brooke Frazier sang that. Mm, no. I think so. <laughs> All right, Brett, you can come back over and we'll stop talking <laughs> We're worship <done>. music. <laughs> If you're curious about hearing what Chill Hop is and you want to listen to worship music like Hillsong, you can catch that on J Radio, our new streaming platform. It's got all kinds of good music and you can check it out at jradio.com. So I heard this uh, um, bathroom humor stuff the other day and... It was talking about different things that we take for granted within our restrooms and different things that uh, we don't really think about when it comes to other people. Uh, and it posited, is that correct? Posited yeah. a question? Good word. Um, that, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> GTS. Um, it's like inception when you plant something. Oh, okay. So uh, it deposited. Well, uh, there's just, a... Just posited? Okay, just it doesn't matter. We need a grammar Go lesson. Ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it posited a question. Loofah, washcloth, or bar? Like, you think about it like everyone, hopefully, um, cleans their body while in the shower. <laughs> and well, no. it's it's such an awkward thing to say, how do you clean your body when you're in the shower? <laughs> um, but it just got me wondering, like, how do you clean your body when you're in the shower? Like, for <laughs> me, like, it's funny you. because uh, up until probably summer of last year, uh, I used... Uh, one of those axe loofahs that oh has God. like the has the the Are you the, loofah, the loofah things on one side and like the the hard rubber on the about. other side. I used to have one. Yeah, is it I axe brand it. or is it axe shaped? It's axe, axe brand. brand. Uh, see, yeah, yeah. twelve. Twelve um, years old. I love that thing though. That's what I used since I was probably twelve. Oh my and so God. I just kept buying them. Oh. No, that's so, so unsanitary. Not the no. same one. <laughs> I, I was gonna I say. Them. I was gonna God, say. <laughs> That's literally. You do have the same wallet from when you were in middle school. Since so, when I was sixth grade. Sorry, sixth grade. Yeah, twelve so years old. So who's to say you wouldn't have the same loofah for that many years? Because I'm not a. Alabama Are you? Fan. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Shannon so turned off the I uh, I'm a washcloth guy. Like whether it's I switch back and forth between bar soap and uh, liquid soap. Um, body wash soap, um, liquid soap. I'm going to go with liquid soap. And no matter what it is, I use washcloth. And 
I find that I feel better about the washcloth because I might use it two or three times and then wash it, you know, like, right. but it's getting washed. Whereas, you know, loofahs yeah. just kind of hang there and yeah. just seep in their own it's moisture steep. and so everything. Why, why did you change? Uh, because of that very reason. Okay. I started feeling weird about loofahs and like... I mean, after using one for 25 years, I <laughs> start to feel weird too. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, wow, this feels really crusty. Probably, yeah, 19 years. Oh, so, <laughs> again, not the same one. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. I don't know. You got you got older and it made you wiser. It got older, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm a washcloth guy. Yeah. Okay. It's well, funny, completely, I mean... <laughs> Completely 100%, more than 100% uninformed by Brett's decision. I recently also made the same decision because I, I've been using one of those plastic ones you get from Walmart forever, but they're like $3 a pop. A and plastic you what? Loofah. The plastic, you know, like the ones that look like they're fake plastic sponges. What? You know, no they're in different colors and they're like in a little bin next to the soap. I just never thought about them as like plastic loofahs. They're plastic and it's like the little mesh. That's cloth. No, it's mesh plastic. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Continue. I literally don't know. You don't know? (laughs) No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. I want to keep talking. Use literally. (laughs) Literally, that's mesh. Yeah, I'm kind of of the same mindset. (laughs) Like, wow, this is costing me $3 a month when I literally have literally. You changed your loofah. She She did literally. literally. Yeah. You change your loofah every month? You're supposed to. What? It says that on the tag, Brett. See? Who See, reads the tag of your loofah? I do because Loser. also like it the the soap kind of. This like, calls for another brownie. <laughs> that is your it. fifth one. Fourth. How many are in the box? There's no Six. more in the box. Isn't there? Is there any more in the box? Five brownies. So you you had one and I had the other four. Oh my god! <laughs> I appreciate the offer. Wait. You were offered to begin with. Yeah, you. Just <laughs> so I didn't know you were going to eat four. The offer has been rescinded. <laughs> All right, go ahead with your anyway, loofah. You're supposed to replace them once every month because they do sit in your shower and mildew and get <laughs> gross. Literally. So I was like, why spend three bucks a month when I I literally have so many washcloths? <laughs> I mean, I got married last year, so everyone gets you towel sets and and stuff. So I just, I prefer that. I also, not that anyone's asking, stopped using face wash and have switched to washcloths for my face. And so. don't I don't buy I think wash wa- face wash is a scam. It just dries out your skin too much. So you just use water and a washcloth and it cleans your skin better. So Can you stop chewing so loudly? Nope. Sorry Brad's mom again. There. That's better. <laughs> so bar soap or liquid soap? Um I tried bar soap for a while. I don't think it has as strong of like a nice smell. So I'm back into Bath and Body Works. Bath Can't beat it. It just works. smells so good. So Necessarily the cleanliness. Yeah. You're going to have to say that again because I totally had your mic off. <laughs> You're about the smell, not the cleanliness. Yeah. I mean, I want to smell good when I have showered. It's does not necessarily one, about does, like my skin feeling squeaky clean. Does one clean better than the other? Um, I think it depends on the brand. It really mm. does. But And the applicator. Yeah. But I think a lot of soap just smells like soap and not like good smells. I don't really love soap smell. Well, Brett, I don't appreciate your distinction. <laughs> like you did not give enough options for me. Because wait, what other options are there? Use your hand. Someone yeah. else's hand. <laughs> 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 no, your own hands. 
Like what? Like I use my hands. Or like one of those dispensers, like you're in a car wash and it shoots the soap out. That you. would be awesome. I use <laughs> you know my hands has though. That. With liquid soap, right? Yes. That's so weird. How's that weird? Where does this? How do you keep the soap on you? You're just yeah. You're just smearing it off and as watching it's like it like washing off, like flow down. Okay, your how arm. do you wash your hands? Like, do you have it to? It doesn't get... last very long. It's like done. That's about the life of soap. Yeah. Wait, I, how was it again? Okay. I, 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 <laughs> Done. <laughs> Awkward. Um, I'm not too convinced on uh, on uh, hand hand soap. Is that a scam too? I th- I think. <gasps> Are we cracking all the scams today? And I think I think the whole antibacterial stuff does more damage than it does. Instead help. of building up your immune system. Exactly. Okay, but just like with hand soap. Okay, here's how hand soap works. Let's let's review. Educate us. Maybe you've been doing it wrong. With hand soap. <laughs> You get your hands a little wet. You get the soap. You rub the soap in until your suds up really good. You're and supposed to sing then, happy birthday while you do it. Yes. And then you rinse your hands off, right? Right. Okay. So I get in the shower. I get everything a little damp. And then I put the soap on my hand. When you say you get everything a little damp. You get under the water. Okay. Okay. All right. Then you put the soap on your hand. You rub it in until it starts sudsing. You rub it all over the place. And then you rinse it off. How do you get a lather? At all, rubbing yes, the soap. but like. But then, as soon as you touch your shoulders, like your lather's gone. Yeah, or like you get down your arm and you're like, uh, that's I'm it. done. All the soap's gone. Well, yep. I start on my chest, and so all the do hair. Do you continue to <laughs> add soap, or do you just soap once? Yeah. How many times do you add soap? I that, don't. That's the question. Just the one time. Just once. And you're out of soap by the time you get anywhere that no, needs not. soaping. No, I I put it on my chest first, and when all the hair gathers it. I literally by the there's time no I, way for us to by the time I get to, by the time I, I demand a field trip. <laughs> Y'all can go. I'm not coming. Technically, we do have a shower all here I'm, at PCM. All I'm saying is don't limit me to a washcloth I'm or a loofah or a bar. There do. are other options here. I don't, I don't know that it. you've ever been clean if that's how you've oh. always done it. That's what I'm saying. I don't We've know. Hurt his feelings now. Oh, We've no. literally <laughs> hurt his feelings. <laughs> He's literally frowning. <laughs> He's literally looking at the ground and literally, very sad. <laughs> literally. Oh, I'm just gosh. saying, don't limit me. I mean, I've never thought you walked by and smelled really bad. I hadn't either, but now I'm going to smell now more I'm silly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thinking like, hmm, maybe. Okay, I have an idea. Why don't y'all both go home? And tomorrow, when you take a shower, just try it for one time, and you'll notice that there's I not a problem. I have tried it, and I was like, this sucks. Like I'm not in a hotel using it. Okay, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me you've tried it, but you wanted to start with, there are only a few options here. You can use a loofah or a washcloth or a bar of soap. Obviously, you know it's an option because you tried oh, it. it's an option, but it's not a good option. I'm feeling uncomfortable about <laughs> the way this conversation <laughs> is well, starting to turn. On that note. <laughs> so soap wins. Soap on a. I use soap. <laughs> he does use soap. <laughs> I literally use sure. soap. We're not sure. We're not sure. We can trust you. We we can all say that washcloths are our best. At our least best. two two to one. No, we can't yes. all say that. In a Y'all study can of say we that. literally all can say <laughs> that washcloths are best. So Brett and I get to be part of this other podcast that takes place monthly. It's called Hope Talk, and we talk about all kinds of things when it comes to faith and real life and kind of trying to merge those two. And if you want to check it out, you can find Hope Talk wherever podcasts are available. Okay, so let's talk about this. Christians 
sometimes or a, a, a lot of the time maybe not, not all the time can be really uptight about certain things so jared you found an article about this that kind of spurred this yeah, conversation so have you guys know what the babylon bee is satirical mm-hmm. it's kind of like the onion but i guess the christian version of the onion. you guys know what the it's onion got a faith is, right? bent. Yeah. yeah okay so satirical news website so they posted this article this past week uh, that got a lot of attention from C- CNN. And CNN like posted this thing and went off on the Babylon Bee. They're not claiming enough to, uh, you know, that it's a satirical site, which, by the way, we looked at the about page and it's right there. It's first says, sentence. Yeah, first sentence. But they're like, they didn't distinguish enough by their headline that it was a satirical news article. And it's like, well, obviously, like that's kind of the point of it's, it. Yeah, it's clickbait based, yeah. sort of. But this article went like went viral and a bunch of people saw it and a bunch of people started sharing it thinking it was true but as it started getting out to other people so cnn went off on babylon b and i thought it was hilarious because typically what would a christian organization do if something like that happened? Oh, you'd have to issue a formal apology yep. and make a statement yeah, make a statement and we fired the writer who wrote yeah. that headline and all that or they've been harshly reprimanded yeah. <laughs> so guess what babylon b did they wrote another article and they said they clap back they said cnn has issued a statement saying that there is only enough room for one fake news site in the whole <laughs> United States. Very so I thought it was a great response. I'm sure other Christians are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. How is this loving like Jesus and all this stuff? And we got to talking about how a lot of Christians honestly sometimes just can't have fun. Yeah. Or or take they take everything seriously. Yeah. Or everything is over spiritualized and made into some big thing and there's a lot to it like like a being a christian today often means like being really outspoken about not the gospel but a whole host of other things yeah and not things that are like joyful you know I, it, yeah i just think that a lot of people really tie their identity to the wrong place what do you think what do you think jesus would think like in all seriousness what do you think he would think if he was living in this time with a bunch of the uptight christians he'd tell them to loosen up you know one of my uh uh favorite stories i've, I've really come to from the bible i've really come to love more since reading through uh, my kids children's bible um it's more you know, on your level <laughs> You know, actually, what's really funny is there's a lot of the times where um, simple truths are made more evident by reading a children's Bible. Um, And I think, uh, you know, we're kind of talking about Christians being uptight. We, I think we kind of miss some things by trying to overthink a lot of uh, biblical truths anyway. But uh, it's funny because, uh, you know, Jesus is giving uh, his sermon and he's talking about uh, the birds and how, um, you know, the birds, for them. right, the birds have everything they need, you know, um, and the same thing with the flowers are so beautiful, yet, you know, they don't go and have closets and Worry. try clothes on. And that's the way the, the children's Bible presents. It's like, you know, do the birds go to the grocery store? Do, do the birds, you know, get carts of food and, you know, travel around or does God take care of them? And then it's like, you know, do the flowers have closets full of dresses um, and do they have, you know, the perfect tailors and all that sort of stuff? Or does God clothe them as they are and make them beautiful? Um, and it's funny because 
I, you know, I was I was kind of choking. My kid cracks up every single time we read this because he's like, ha, 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 birds at the grocery store, you know, and then like, ha, ha, that that flower's wearing a dress, you know, and he's right. It's it's hilarious. Um, so I think Jesus had a sense of humor that we miss reading through uh, the Gospels particularly. Um, and so I think he would want to slap some people around and say, hey, lighten up. You know, yeah. I mean, Jesus hung out with, 12 guys you know you gotta think 13 dudes hanging out at a campfire yeah i mean like parts had to be funny back then too. yeah exactly so i mean (laughs) you know they'd pull pranks on each other and you know all sorts of fun stuff now the the complicated part with satire um is sarcasm and sarcasm is my love language um so i'm I'm very familiar with Both it. Both of you guys. And there is a... Uh, Both, all three of us. Kind of all, yeah, three all of us. us. Yeah. Actually, most of the people that work here. But sarcasm is hard. And there's a, a, a gift and a grace when it comes to sarcasm that you have to dance around with. Yeah. Um, and same thing with satire, which is kind of a form of sarcasm. Right. And you can get to the point where you can offend or mm-hmm. you can go too far. Um, and... That's okay, I think, for people to get offended by. It's the the stuff in the middle that a lot of people miss out on because they don't understand sarcasm and like they're so worried about how they look and represent Jesus yeah. that they forget that honestly, we're probably more like Jesus when people question our Christianity by who we hang out with, you know, because that's what people did with Jesus all the time. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's it's very interesting to think like WWJD. Um, <laughs> But I think he would definitely be a lot more go with the flow than a lot of the people we may sit, you know, in the pews with on Sunday mornings. Yeah, I I think I don't know. I don't know if I want you guys to agree with this or not. But I think out of the group of the three of us, I'm probably the most uptight, or like I struggle most with yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Like I, but honestly, I as a person, I struggle looking in the Bible. Like I read sometimes, and I'm like, look how stupid those Pharisee guys were. And then I catch myself going like, oh, wait, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I mean, like, I start judging people for, you know, uh, there was a couple that started coming to my church, and uh, they had just come to know Jesus, and uh, and the guy said something in church, like he just kind of casually dropped a cuss word in a conversation, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he just said that inside the church. Mm-hmm. And, like, for him, it like, he was probably in that moment being more honoring to Jesus than I was because I'm sitting there being the Pharisee who's judging, you know, not the, not the guy. And I'm not saying there's not a line. Yeah. And I think sometimes that line's harder to find than what we realize. Well, you made the, a good point. I mean, you, you, you brought out that, you know, he was a new Christian. Right. And, you know, we're kind of going through that uh, with my small group. And uh, as a new Christian, they shouldn't be held to the standards as a mature Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't tell a, a one-year-old, you know, hey, uh, you need to be able to brush your teeth, you know, wash your face, comb your hair. Because that's what um, humans do. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like there will there will be a point where the one year old will be able to take care of that themselves, but right now they're still learning and they're incapable of certain things that you'd expect. Um and so same thing with him, you know. He's a new Christian. Um you know, maybe he'll he'll mature and figure all that stuff out as things go along. Um, maybe that's not something that he feels uh, convicted about, yeah. you know, and that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's fine. Well, I grew up in a Christian school. I grew up going to church and I mean, 
I kind of was always in this bubble of being sheltered. I think Deanna, you were. Did you go to Christian a, school? Not in a Christian school. No, but I went to a public school, but had the same shelter. Yeah, in the same shelter. Maybe more because I was in a public school and didn't know yeah. anything. Well, I think because of that, I grew up thinking there were a lot of like black and whites. Not like, all the gray. Just everything is yes or no, right or we wrong. I were a little racist there for a second. <laughs> I was worried. I was very careful with my choice okay. words. Okay. <laughs> but, but like there's either right or there's wrong. And mm-hmm. the... I'm not saying I'm old and wise because I'm definitely not. But the older I get, the, the more I realize that there's a lot of great, like kind of what you called a second ago, like the mm-hmm. middle area. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I think that's almost where Jesus was because like you said, he's hanging out with all the guys. That everybody's like, why would you hang out with the tax collectors? Right. Like in the Pharisees mind of the right and wrong, like they're the wrong, we're the right. And Jesus is going like, no, actually, that's that's not the case. So, you know, I think the older I get, the more I realize sometimes it's okay to be in the gray. Sometimes I think Jesus wants us to be in that area. And again, I want to emphasize, I'm probably trying to balance it out too much, but there is such thing as right and wrong. Like there oh, yeah. is stuff that's wrong and crossing the line. And sometimes I know for me, it's hard to find that line sometimes. And there is right and wrong, but there's no perfection, I guess, yeah. in a sense. Would you guys agree with that? Like the whole thing of the Bible is that Christ has redeemed us, but we're not perfect yet. And we kind of live in that already, but not yet. Yeah. And to just shelter ourselves and sit, you know, in a corner and be like, I'm never going to do anything so I can just go to heaven and live my little perfect holy life. Doesn't honor. I think the example of Jesus kind of like right. you're talking about, like he's with the people who need the light and the darkness. He's with the people who, are more in the gray and and you yeah. know need to be walked towards holiness. That's where he shows up best. That's yeah. uh, switchfoot. That's the where wound no one, is where the light shines through. Yeah, you that's know, where that's, no one else would go. That's where the Pharisees wouldn't go. Yeah, and the people who are walking in darkness don't know how to get out of it. So, right. Yeah, I think, but I think something that we can kind of take away from there's so many things we can take away from Jesus. Y'all know that guy. He's great. Um, <laughs> is that he keeps the main thing the main thing and doesn't let yeah foolish petty stupid status quo you know popularity things get in his way he's like the main thing you need to do is to love god and love others yeah. and if you're doing that everything else will fall in place everything else falls in place so love god have fun love god love others and you can love Take others the stick out in the ring. <laughs> you can love others <laughs> and love god by enjoying fellowship together like yeah. what we're doing right here I'd, I'd say that honors God. Like we're having a good time together. We're talking about something important. We're also not, you know, tearing somebody down. We're right. not, you know, doing something we're not sp- supposed to be doing. So like in this moment, this is to the glory of God. And we're having fun. And I really feel like God is looking at us right now. And he's like, yeah, those are my kids. And they're having a great time. I mean, would you say that's true as a father? Like you, it makes your heart joyful to see your kids have fun. I wouldn't say it that way, but yes. I don't know. You're, I'm not a dad, so I don't yeah. know. You're not? I, I just wouldn't not say it makes my heart joyful. That sounds <laughs> well, like something that my wife would say. Does it make your heart smile? I'm like, <laughs> that's literally the-, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now he's tearing people down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Did you hear the joke about Pelosi and Trump? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but Babylon B did. Right, they did. <laughs> Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.